Up With Gear Experts, Episode 2, Communication on the Job Site. Gear Up With Gear Experts is a bi-weekly show hosted by me, John Medina, and my colleague, Alex Giddings. This show is for at-height workers, industry, and construction, and is brought to you and produced by GME Supply and Columbia Safety and Supply. This episode's theme is communication on the job site. Communication is an important part of every job. If you cannot quickly, reliably, and clearly communicate with your crew, then a job can quickly go from easy to difficult and even dangerous. We are proud to have gear expert Mike Crone as our guest in the studio with us today to talk about job site communication. Mike is the regional sales manager for the Heart of America region and has been with GME and Columbia Safety for about a year and a half. Mike, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey here at GME and Columbia Safety? Sure. I'm glad to be here. I am a retired uh, law enforcement officer and law enforcement trainer. I have a 20-year-old son bleeding me dry in journalism school. And I uh, came to kind of had a, an interesting journey here to, to Columbia Safety and GME Supply, a, a friend of a friend kind of a thing. And it, it's worked out really, really well. I'm very happy to be here. Well, we're happy that you're here with us, Mike, both on the show and with the company. So now we get to the fun part, questions. As I mentioned at the top of the show, this episode's all about communication. So Mike, when do I need communication on my job site? I think you hit the nail on the head in the intro. I, I think when you identify that there's an efficiency issue to be, to be had where running back and forth and yelling up and down is no longer an option, you immediately start looking for how can I best and effectively communicate things. I think that's probably the first time or when the, when your business grows so much or your site is so large that you need some form of communication other than a cell phone. And your background in law enforcement probably has a lot of uh, relationship to a job site and how important it is to constantly be able to communicate and clearly communicate with everyone else on the job. Oh, a absolutely. I, you know, we we were attached to our radios and those radios and the people on the other end of them were, were literally our lifeline. And I think it, I think that uh, is, is really relative here. I think it's a parallel in these two industries. I think that you'll find that being able to effectively communicate up and down or across a job site is, is critical and paramount to safety and efficiency. Exactly, Mike. And one of the things that's paramount with communication is making sure that everything is compatible or that you're using the right type of communication. So how do I know when I need to upgrade my communications? Well, I think that it, this industry, like all industries, also has uh, a cost issue with it. And so I think a lot of companies start out using what we call an FRS radio, the little radios that you can go to Bass Pro or Walmart and buy in a blister pack two at a time. I, and I think that, you know, for some, some uh, applications, those are just fine. However, you're in a profession where you spend thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars between training and equipment, and then you are resting the efficiency and the success of that on a $69 radio. Maybe it's time to look at doing something that's more professional, more robust, and, and can do more things for you. So basically what I'm understanding from what you're saying is that a radio is more of an investment than an expense. It, it very, it, it is clearly more of an investment than an expense. Uh, if you stop a project and you look at lost labor hours, if you look at lost efficiency because of your communications, lack of communications or communication failure because you have the wrong product, it's easily made up instantly by spending that money up front. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And throughout your career, both in law enforcement and now in the safety industry, you've dealt with communications a lot, especially communications over vast distances. So what are some things that I need to expect my communications equipment to be able to do? So we're at an interesting time with uh, regard to communications and radios and signals and things like that. And we're talking to people who are in that industry. So I think everybody will grasp this, but we've recently gone, you know, in the early 2000s, we, the government enacted a, a standard called Project 25, and it really was the switch over from analog signals to digital signals. And that movement has really taken us almost to now to get really done. Um, digital signals are, and I, and I think Alex will probably talk to this later, that digital signals are so much more compact and so much more efficient and very clear. The clarity, my, my first radio literally looked like a brick when I started in law enforcement and weighed almost as much. It was a secondary weapon. Uh, it, but those radios had very limited operational parameters and so they, they would not reach where you needed them to reach. I know here in Boone County, the, the county is 700 square miles. And back then, if you got behind a large tree or down in a valley or near the river where, where things are low, geographically speaking, you just couldn't talk to anybody and you were on your own. The guys and gals in our industry now can't afford to be on their own. It's dangerous for them to be on their own. And these new radios and the signal strength are so much more vastly improved. And the cost has fallen dramatically uh, for the radios that we're talking about. Yeah, I think that's a great point, and it kind of goes back to the expense versus investment. It's it's a small investment to make sure that your crew stays safe and productive on, on all their job sites. Uh, but thank you so much for coming to the show and uh, talking about the importance of communications on the job site and how radios are improving the safety and productivity of those crews on the job. We have one last question for you before you go on. Uh, so if someone wants to reach out to you and talk about communication or find the perfect radio or, you know, any general safety questions or uh, anything like that, how can they get in contact with you? Uh, the easiest way is just to call me directly here at GME Columbia Safety at 573-281-4423. Or you can always email me at my desk at mike.crone, that's mike.k-r-o-h-n at gmesupply.com. Awesome. Thank you, Mike. And we'd also like to remind everyone that you can also chat with a customer service rep by going to gmesupply.com and clicking the click here to chat button in the lower right hand corner. Now it's time to move into our weekly insight. Mike just dropped some knowledge bombs about job site communication and how important it is to running a smooth job site. To complement that, we are going to break down the differences between digital and analog. Over the last decade, almost everything we do has made the transition from analog to digital, and radios are no different. Alex, can you tell me the differences between digital and analog radios? Yeah, for sure, John. So the biggest thing, and this is something that Mike touched on already, but it's clarity. Um, it's the biggest and perhaps the most important. Uh, digital radios are so much clearer than their analog counterparts. What makes these digital radios so much clearer is uh, the fact that they have built-in error correction. Basically, this correction removes random chatter, background noise, static interference, basically anything that can degrade the sound quality. It cleans up any kind of distorted voices, that sort of thing. The next is coverage. Uh, digital radios have about a 20% increase in coverage over analog radios due to uh, the way they encode and transmit that information. 
Next is battery power. Uh, digital radios consume a lot less energy. This means your battery lasts longer. And finally, privacy. Digital radios provide a lot more added privacy over analog. This is due to the way that digital signals are transmitted and received. Awesome, Alex. So what about compatibility? I know that one of the things Mike had addressed was that people were kind of concerned on whether the radios were a cost or an expense or an investment. So I know that uh, one of the things that many people have a problem with is switching over because they don't want to replace all of their radios at once. They may not be able to afford to buy 400 new radios all at one time. So do, is there anything that can be done about compatibility between the two different types of radios? Yeah, John, they're in luck. And that, that's a good point. It, it obviously would be a massive cash outlay to replace you know an entire company's worth of radios but there's no reason to get rid of your analog radios when you start to transition over to digital uh, especially with the selection of digital radios from Kenwood um, which are, are one of the most popular ones that we see their digital radios allow you to pick up the analog channel as well so while you're slowly replacing those analog radios you can still use the digital ones on the analog bands that's that's a nice thing so you don't have to upgrade all your radios at once as they need to be replaced, just go ahead and pick up the digital, and then once you've replaced all your old analog radios, flip that switch over to the digital frequency and you're good to go. Uh, we've also got a few blog posts that talk about radios, both digital and analog, the best radios for specific jobs, what those features are, that kind of thing. You can head over to gearexpertshow.com episode two for the complete show notes. And now it's time for us to talk about some news and some things that we've got coming up that we're really excited about. Every year, the National Association of Tower Rectors, or NATE for short, hosts a conference called NATE Unite. We are proud to have been the Infinity sponsor for four of the last five years and are continuing our tradition by being the Infinity sponsor for NATE 2019. If you find yourself going to NATE this year, be sure to stop by our booth and tell us hello. Yeah, we're also expanding. Uh, to continue our tradition of being gear experts, we've opened up another storefront and distribution center in Dallas, Texas. So if you're in that area, especially during the Nate Show in 2019, be sure to come by, check out our new building, and say hello. We'd also like to remind everyone that while this show is meant to be fun, entertaining, and informative, it's not intended to replace proper in-depth training. Manufacturers' instructions must also be followed and reviewed before any fall protection equipment is used, and proper training should be received before operating any equipment or before climbing. We'd like to hear about why you climb. Email us a voice message at gearup at gearexpertshow.com about why you climb and what climbing means to you for a chance to be featured on the show, and win some swag, of course. We hope you had fun and found a lot of value in today's episode. You can find more information and detailed show notes at gearexpertshow.com. Get social with us at Gear Expert Show, at GME Supply, and at COL Safety on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Gear Up with Gear Experts is available on all major podcast listening platforms. Hit that subscribe button if you're new to the show. We'd really appreciate it. And don't forget to tell your friends, too. If you got a few extra seconds to drop a rating and review in iTunes and let us know how we're doing, we'd really appreciate that as well. Gear Up with Gear Experts is presented, produced, and edited by GME Supply and Columbia Safety and Supply. Your hosts are Alex Giddings and John Medina, and until next time, climb higher.